All right. Welcome. Welcome back to uh, The Leftover Show. I'm doing a solo podcast right now. Um, can you guys hear me okay? I don't I don't have my headphones on, so I don't know how it's going to sound. Uh, I should probably turn it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I don't want it to be too quiet. Oh, okay. That's a little bit loud. Okay. A little bit too loud. All right. All right. Well, uh, I probably should put on my headphones, but I, I wasn't thinking about that. Um, so today I'm just going to do a, a little, little something, something, cause I haven't done a podcast in a while. I've been a little bit lazy. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, today is a day to celebrate. It is Sunday, July 14th, 2019. Um, if you guys don't know about two years ago, I was banned from Tinder and I'll explain why. Basically, I, okay, so I'm sure all of you guys out there and maybe some girls that, that frequent Tinder know that, um, a lot of girls, um, at at least two years ago, I don't know if they're still doing it. A lot of girls two years ago, um, were putting in their bio, nothing other than Venmo me $5 and see what happens with like a little winky face. And if you don't know what Venmo is, it's basically like, uh, just an online, uh, payment thing. You can pay people, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like you can transfer money to other people. Um, so basically they're asking you to pay them $5 and see what happens. And guys were stupid enough and probably still are, uh, to pay them and expect some sort of, uh, private photos or, or something, uh, back. But really these girls are just racking in the money. They're making bank. Are you kidding me? My watch goes off right now. Uh, sorry. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? Like, why am I not capitalizing on this opportunity? So I changed my Tinder account from my regular, you know, myself to a fake girl's account. And I, I basically, you know, this might be illegal. It's against their terms of service. But l- listen, all these girls are doing it anyway. So I was like, why don't I capitalize on this? So I set up a fake girl account, Okay. I put in some random pictures and in the bio, I said, Venmo me $5 and see what happens. I put the Venmo username and as I was setting up the Venmo on the Venmo app, um, I, I went back to Tinder and I had already been banned like, like a minute into doing this, I had been banned. So for some reason they picked up an algorithm or something that said Venmo and they, they took me down. So, I mean, good on them for that. But my question is, how are there still girls doing this? Because I was on Tinder today. Well, that that's the point of the story. Basically, I'm back on Tinder. After two hard, long years of using Bumble, uh, JDate, other apps that wanted me to pay for stuff that I didn't like, you know, Clover. I don't I don't know how many apps there are like this. All right, but it it was it was not good, and the, all those apps really sucked, and the people there kind of sucked. So I'm like, today I was like, let me just give Tinder another shot. I re-downloaded it, and I tried to log in, and of course it popped up with the message, "Your account has been banned." And I even emailed Tinder like a couple months ago, a few months ago, 
asking them to unban me because it had been two years. And they said, they sent back like a week later, they sent back a message saying, sorry, but we take bans very seriously. And basically there was nothing they were going to do about it. So I was going to continue to be banned. And that upset me, man. Like, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to just be banned for life on this beautiful app that so many people connect with, you know? So I decided I would, well, let me say about like a, a year ago, I came up with this great idea. I'm like, I'll use, cause it's a, it's connected by my phone number. So I was like, I'll use someone else's phone number. That way they don't recognize my phone number and I'm not banned. So using my phone, I put in my mom's number who doesn't have a Tinder. She doesn't care for Tinder, doesn't use it. And basically it sent a verification code to her phone. And I put that verification code into my phone on the app and it let me log in. And I created a new account. And then about two days after I had been banned again. I don't know. I don't know if they just figured out that I, I was using her account or something or a different phone number, but it was the same account and I had been banned again. So I decided let's test it again today. So I used my mom's phone number and I logged in and it worked. It worked. And all my stuff was still saved from the last time that I had logged in with my mom's account. So I had to update a few things. Like it said, uh, it said like my bio was like, you know, I'm learning how to box right now or something, which I haven't really gone to the UFC gym in months. So I had to update that. But actually, I speaking of the UFC gym, I'm wearing their shirt right now. Um, but I, so I had put my account on hold basically. And they said you could hold it up to like three months because I wasn't going that often. And it's like $75 like a month for that. And you you get a lot of stuff out of it, but it's only if you're going and doing this. And it's it's a uh, it's about I don't know a thirty minute drive for me, so it's not it's not the most convenient. And I've been working a lot, so I'm like I was working a lot, and I I didn't want to keep paying for this when I was hardly using it. So I changed uh, my thing and I get, put it on hold for three months. And they're like, okay, uh, you can add back at any time, but after the three months, you know, we're gonna disable your account or whatever and if you sign up again you're gonna have to pay the whole 250 fifty dollar like entry fee again whatever because it's expensive dude and i was like okay so um the three months had passed and i was just gonna let it go because i just wasn't using it and last month i got a charge for 75 dollars from them and i'm like okay well maybe that's just because like I was leaving and they were just charging me one last time for some stupid, sub, like, you know, when you're leaving something, like you're breaking their contract, or whatever, they just, they make you pay. And I was stupid. I should have called them and asked them about it or went there, but I was, I kind of like forgot about it and let it go. And then this month, the other day, they charged me $75 again. And I'm like, what? I'm like, so I'm, I'm still a member there. They're still, they're still using it. They're, like they're still charging me. And so I called them and I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to cancel this. And they're like, okay, well, you got a month to month plan. So you have to come in to, to cancel it. And so I'm like, Ugh, okay. So 
uh, I haven't gone in yet, but I'm, I'm planning on going in this week. And I figure if I'm going in anyway to cancel, I've already paid for this month. So might as well just get back into it. Do some boxing, you know, for this last month before I leave for school in California. So that's my plan. Um, and so I'm going to go hang out with my boy Chado. I know he wasn't on the podcast. We discussed it and everything. Um, it's no big deal. It's all good. Uh, you know, he's still, he's still my bro. Um, we're still going to hang out, uh, but we're probably not going to do a podcast together. So sorry about that. But I could tell you a bunch of stuff about boxing and UFC anyway, by myself. So anyway, um, so yeah, that's my, that's my plan for, for this week, but I'm so excited. I got Tinder back and this is really my first opportunity since they implemented this new feature to Tinder, Tinder U. U is for university. And they're like, do you want to sign up for Tinder U? And I was like, all right. So I put in my student email and they're like, okay, sweet. We're going to match you up with other people from your university and stuff. So that sounds perfect. And even though it's a month away, I can't really do anything. But once I'm there, you know, that's a that's a pretty good deal. You know, just meet up with people from my university. What is this? I have two likes already. People are, are liking me. Who's liking me? Now, I've, now I'm just scrolling on Tinder. This person says, I love cats, especially if they're obese. What? That's like saying, I love old people when they're about to die. Like, what is that? Anyway. Um, so I'm very excited. I got Tinder back. As you can see, it's working well. Um, by the way, please excuse the mess behind me. This is my bedroom and my bedroom is basically just my cave of depression and disgustingness. Uh, anyone who enters basically, you know, whatever smells you smell, whatever things you see. Sorry. That's just me, bro. That's it's called depression. And uh, I spend most of my time in here, actually, in, in the bed next to me. Um, alone, sad, watching movies, drinking, vaping, uh, a lot of stuff. And, uh, yeah, my dog sleeps with me. She's currently sleeping right now. It's, uh, it's 11.45 p.m. It's about to be the next day. Um, so I decided, um, yeah, we're going to celebrate that Tinder thing obviously, but, um, I want to, I don't know. I just want to kind of go over some things from this week. Maybe watch a few videos, maybe look over a few stories and maybe tell a few stories of my own and we will, uh, we'll just have some fun today. Okay. Um, let's start out with, uh, this video. Um, I've been watching a lot of crazy preachers crazy preacher videos and uh i'm jewish so i don't really understand the whole thing but i feel like even people who are christian or catholic or whatever and you you uh you know you follow these things with uh your lord and savior jesus christ or whatever you know that's cool i've i, I have no problem with that everyone's entitled to their own thing all right but these guys i feel like even even people who may, you know, follow the same path as them may think that these guys maybe stepped over a line, maybe went 
over the boundary. Um, this guy's name is Benny Hinn. And this is him, raw anointing. What can I speak? Raw anointing of the spirit. Um, you may not understand this. I don't either. He. I don't either. He's just. Oh shit. But when the Lord talks to me, Sorry. I obey him. It's just that simple. Um, he's in a giant building. He's holding his suit jacket. Oh jeez. He's swinging his jacket right now, yelling something, and people are falling down. This is basically just a whole video. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. This guy who barely speaks English is flinging his suit. The people holding him fell over. He's yelling, take it, as he's swinging his suit jacket and knocking people over. With, take the anointing, he said, I think. This is Good Friday Miracle Service, Atlanta, Georgia, April 2nd, 2010. I, this is a huge place. Take the fresh breath of spirit. As he as they all fall to the ground. Now he's wearing his jacket. He's calling some people over. Cancer, pastor. This man has cancer. This man has cancer. And he just shoves him to the ground. He has cancer. So now the pastor is cueing the band and shoving him to the ground. Holy, Holy Spirit, as he knocks them to the ground. And this is supposed to cure their cancer. Who's this lady? He just slapped her in the face, like WWE. He just knocked Ronda Rousey out right now. She's, she looks like she's dizzy, and he knocks her down again. And these are not, like these are older people. Like they should not just be, be she lost her shoes. What is this? What is this? Benny Hinn? I mean, he's he's literally just knocking people down and and people are going crazy. He's singing, dancing like he's Ric Flair. Joshua, 15 years old. What's wrong with him? He was in a fire. His whole family's there. And who's this lady? She just yells at the pastor what's wrong with everyone as he, he's about to knock them down. Shove the mom in the face. And these guys, these poor guys, they have to like lift them up and then knock them down and lift them up and knock them down and lift... What is this? This lady's wearing a talus. That is a Jewish garment, and you're not allowed to hit, let it hit the ground, and it is touching the ground right now. Her glasses fell off. She can't see. And so he's knocking her to the ground, singing, hoping that that'll relieve everything. Wow, this pastor's really getting into it as he shoves people in the chest. This is ridiculous, man. Um, Benny Hinn, what are you doing? And it's a huge place. It's packed with people. And they're singing, and he's knocking people down, hitting them in the face. How is this right? Is that really going to cure them? Like, you know, I, you know, if you believe in the whole, you know, power of 
Jesus and God, whatever. That's cool. You know, I'm sure I'm sure there's something like that. All right. But I feel like this has stepped over a line. You can't just be hitting people and knocking them down and suddenly miraculously they're cured of whatever their cancer or whatever is. Um I want to I want to change to a different pastor. Um let's see. What is this? Uh Peter No. Who is this? Yeah, this is this crazy guy. Okay, this is not the video that I thought it was. Um let me see something. Alright, calm down, dude. Calm down. Calm down. Uh let's see. Which one is this good one? This one is insane. I've never seen anything like it. Seven fifty. Religious Christians cringe compilation twenty sixteen. Number one is the title of the YouTube video. At seven fifty. There are about I don't know, ten people. Well, there's really six people on the ground next to this guy laying down. His arms are in the air. He's screaming. They're performing some sort of exorcism or something. Everyone is yelling. He is laying on the ground, shoeless. As these people are clapping and talking to him, his arms are in the air. They're shaking him, trying to... Trying to trying for him to to feel the power of God in him cure him of whatever his ailment is is that the right word and there's people they're all they're all leaning touching each other praying as he's laying on the ground there's this black kid in the background who you know these are all white people and there's one little black kid that looks confused as hell does not know what's going on he's just touching some dude looking around like what what is wrong with you people he does not want to be a part of this at all. You got uh, Bernie Sanders there in the back. I don't know who, if he's the, the pastor or what. He's uh, he's talking to the guy. Everyone's yelling. Oh, oh my God. This lady's having an orgasm. And the guy's shaking. Oh, his legs are squirming. What is happening? The black kid is still confused. Does not know what is happening. He's probably like, I don't know. Eight, eight or nine, eight years old. I don't know. I can't really tell age. This guy who's crying on the ground, the guy who's being exercised, ex whatever, whatever it is. What is this? And then you got Joe from Blues Clues, if that's his name. He's like one of the main guys up on him. You got this girl falling asleep in her mother's arms. Black kid's looking around, does not know what's going on. He's holding on to Bernie Sanders like, what, what is what, is this guy okay? Like, if you walked in on the scene, you would think this guy's having a heart attack right now. People are surrounding him, trying to help him. He is now shaking violently as people cheer. Hallelujah, they scream. He's just laying on the ground, rolling around, and people are freaking out. I don't even know what this is. I don't know what they're performing, what's happening. Hallelujah. He looks so out of breath. He's been laying on the ground and he's out of breath. Uh, 
black kid's still wondering what's happening, looking around at these crazy white people. I'm a crazy white boy. I'm a crazy white boy. No, it's a dirty white boy. Anyway. Um, what is it? They're talking about the Holy Ghost or something. They're all cheering. Every woman in this frame looks the exact same. Like, they must be related or something. They all look the exact same. Oh, my God. Bernie Sanders having a heart attack. Oh, his legs went in the air. He's flipping up. <laughs> what? Blackhead's looking like, what? What happened to him? Dude, Bernie Sanders just did a backflip there. What is this? The Holy Ghost. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that, Mishigas. Hey, Yiddish word of the day. Hit it. Hi, Shalom. It's time for Shmuel's Yiddish word of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, today's Yiddish word of the day, Mishigas. It means craziness. If you're Meshugana, you're a crazy person. You're crazy. Mishigas is just overall craziness. You know? That's your Yiddish word of the day. These people are Meshugana. And I'm not saying that because like, I don't believe in what they're doing. I'm saying that because... Well, I don't believe in what they're doing. I don't believe whatever they're doing to this guy laying on the ground is actually doing anything. But, like... I understand certain traditions, okay? I've been bar mitzvahed, had a bris, uh, if that's not TMI. Um, there's certain traditions that, you know, religion follows. It's a cultural thing. I understand it. It's it's very important to people. Um, and there's a lot of it that actually makes sense. Um, speaking for, you know, being Jewish, like I, I think most, I think everything we do really just makes sense um with with our stories and with our history um and as as time goes on you know we might change things a little bit we don't still or at least not not my group we don't sacrifice goats and spread blood on the doors okay we don't we don't do some of the stuff that was done back then but other stuff we still do we uh we have passover seder we we uh do the uh matzah for a week during passover we don't eat we don't eat any bread um there's certain things that we do you know hanukkah makes sense because for eight nights the oil lamp remained lit even though there was only enough oil for one night so that's why we have the menorah and the eight candles even though there's nine the one candle in the middle lights the other ones i believe it's called the shamas if i'm not mistaken i might be mistaken it's been a few years since i've uh been in basically hebrew school i didn't go to hebrew school i had my uh my rabbi was kind enough to come over to my house and teach me hebrew uh through basically what were dick and jane books but for hebrew and uh those were very helpful and i learned how to say dad and mom ima which uh you know i don't call my mom ima but i know how to say it uh what, what was i saying oh yeah traditions so 
a lot of our traditions make sense, like Hanukkah and whatever. The present giving doesn't really make sense. I think that was just for, for Jewish kids to not feel bad when all their friends were getting presents on Christmas. Now, the Christmas, I don't understand. And I don't know if it's just because I'm not Christian, but I don't understand why you put a tree in your house and light it and decorate it. I don't understand what that has to do with the history of Christmas. Because um, isn't it celebrating Jesus' birth, even though that's not his birthday? I think that's what Christmas celebrates. And then they they put the tree in. They do like the lights. They put presents under the tree. Santa comes. What What's with Santa? Where was he back then with Jesus? When did Santa show up? Saint Nick. Yeah, why do people call him Santa? Isn't his name Nicholas? I don't know. It uh, Maybe Santa is like Latin for saint or something. I don't know. Um... But some of these are just ridiculous. Like, what is this? What is this proving? This, uh, this, this guy's just having a seizure on the floor while everyone else freaks out and has seizures. And they're talking about relieving him of the spirit or something. Like, I understand baptisms and, you know, whatever else. But this is, this just seems above and beyond. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a bad person for I'm I'm not making f- I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm just saying I think at some point you got to you got to look at this and say what what is wh- what is happening here? Like is this really doing anything? Is this really upholding the traditional, you know, values, your cultural values? You know what what is happening? Um Yeah. So I guess that's all I have to say for that right now. Um do what you want, all right? I, I don't really care. I just think uh, it's a little weird, uh, some of this stuff. You know, and I'm sure people think, you know, Jews are a little weird with some of the stuff they do. So, you know, to each his own. Do what you want. I don't care. It's what your thing is. Um, <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino has a new movie coming out uh, called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And as a movie guy, movie buff, I don't know what you would call me, a movie connoisseur of sorts, I, uh, I'm i very excited to see this because I love Quentin Tarantino's movies. I love Inglorious Bastards, uh, probably my favorite movie of all time. I mean, what's better than killing Nazis, dude? Nothing. And uh, I think, is Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino's not even Jewish, but he made such a good movie and he's coming out with a new one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know what the story is at all. Apparently, it's an older story. Um, but it has Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, lots of great stuff. But, Le- uh, sorry, Quentin Tarantino himself is a little little weird. He's a bit of a quirky, weird guy. All right? And apparently, he, according to this cracked video on YouTube... He is bad at talking to black people. And let's see why. Let's see why in this video. Um, okay, any any day now you can play it. Four, three, you really need a countdown? Alright, so there's this show. It has four black people on, on, on these uh, chairs. They invite Quentin Tarantino out. He's talking about his new, uh, new movie Django Unchained. Which came out back then. Um, 
most quoted movies. There's there's a cool little edit subtitle thing that they do in this, and you can watch it. Um, but he he talks to black people so differently than he he talks to white people. I think probably the most famous line is. I'm gonna get medieval on your ass. Big Wayne says it. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's a part of this. So is. Actually, um, well, I want to I want to please my fans, and I want to please the critics that are my fans. What is wrong with it? My fans, I don't give a damn. He's so weird, dude. Uh, who is that guy on the end who was Django? I can't remember. Jamie Foxx. He looks so uncomfortable right now. And this, it's so weird because everyone in the room, or I don't know in the room, but everyone on stage is black except for Quentin Tarantino. And he's trying to talk in like some sort of black voice. Like some sort of, he's trying to speak like in the rhythm that they speak or something. He has sort of an accent. Comes back with Rick Ross. Rick Ross. He's and talking the about whole his black posse. friends. We all got contact high on the set that day. The whole MG. Listen, Quentin Tarantino is a genius when it comes to writing. Not so much when it comes to uh, doing interviews. That uh, I don't know. This it's just weird, dude. It's just weird. Does anything else happen in this? I don't want to just let this keep playing. Uh, oh, they're fast forwarding. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, what's the name? Uh, I just said his name, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox is trying to talk so that way Quentin. Tank. Oh my God, dude, Quentin Tarantino, you need to you need to be careful with that. Doesn't Quentin Tarantino have like a a weird like wife? Isn't there something with that? What, what's wrong with his wife? Quentin Tar. Damn it. Hardest name to spell in Hollywood, probably. Actually, no. Uh, Quentin Tarantino wife, Danielle Pick. They were married last year, 2018. And she's a 35-year-old Israeli singer. He met someone 20 years younger, an Israeli singer. Listen, people marrying people way younger than them i think in some some ways is weird and others you got to look at it like they have an opportunity here all right oh my video hold on hold on video stopped recording all right um so speaking of that my sd card apparently is fine it's the camera itself that apparently it shuts off automatically every it can only record up to 30 minutes a clip so it can record as many clips as you want but you have to restart it after every 30 minutes which is so annoying um so i just have to keep watching that what was i saying about quentin tarantino um oh people marrying younger um to me i think it is a little creepy you know, these girls or guys are given the choice to marry someone much older than them. It's a choice. They don't have to. If they decide they want to because of fame, money, whatever, that's their choice. If that's their choice, you have to let them. And that's fine. Now, if someone is forced into a relationship with an older person or forced into something they don't want to do with an older person, that is messed up. 
But I think as long as uh, they're both happy, let them do what they want. You can marry someone under half your age if you want, as long as they are of legal age, first of all, in whatever country, state, wherever you are. And uh, as long as they're happy with the decision, as long as they're, as long as you're both into it, do what you want. By the way, congratulations to my friend uh, Kyle, who's getting married or is now a married man. I don't really know. Uh, there wasn't really a big wedding, but uh, or actually, I think it's coming up. But I'm going to be away in uh, California, so uh, early congratulations to him and his new wife. Uh, I'm not going to say her name in case he doesn't want me to, but uh, congratulations to the both of you. I can't wait to uh, see uh, when you make babies, and hopefully I'll be the godfather, because who else would it be? I'm the godfather. Yep, you listen to me. Listen to me, boy. I'm your godfather. I got all the money, all the money in the world, and I'll, I'll treat you like you're my son. I'll do whatever you want. All you got to do is kiss my ring. Kiss my ring and, and and do me some favors and I'll do you some favors. I'm, I'm the godfather, baby. I'm the godfather of your baby. What does godfather even mean? I That was brought up in a, in a podcast I was listening to. What exactly does it... I mean, obviously you people uh choose a godfather or godmother based on people they love and respect that that uh you know would be great influencers to the kid maybe but what do they really like what does it really mean what does it really mean to be a, a godparent you know like how much are you actually doing for the child as a godparent like are you there to change his diapers at three in the morning are you there you know to do whatever i mean i don't know i, I mean it's whatever, man. It's whatever. Uh, let's uh, let's look at something else. Let's go over to uh, Reddit. I was looking up some stuff uh, on the Reddit Tales from the Pizza Guy. My last episode, 3.5, uh, was a little pizza episode. Uh, by the way, an update on that. I'm still working at the pizza place right now. I'm going to be working until I go to school. And then uh, when I come back from school on breaks, maybe I'll still work for them. But I had a little bit of a crazy night that last podcast. I I don't know what to tell you. It was it was probably the hardest night I've had working there ever, and it really hit me hard. I put in my two weeks on my boss. I told him I can't do this, and we resolve things, and things are okay now. Um, got a different schedule. I'm working four four nights this week. Uh, three of them I'm closing shifts, so. I work all the way till like one in the morning. So like we close and then I still have to clean up. So if even if we close at midnight, I have to clean up everything and do dishes and whatever. And if it's a really busy night, then I have to do everything like at the end of the night. But if it's uh, if it's not so busy, I can get some of the dishes done and whatever in between my deliveries. So that's a good thing. Man, Sadie is sleeping. And she's not happy that I'm talking. She's like, shut up already. Turn off this light. I'm trying to sleep. She's been very cranky lately. I don't know why. I've been giving her so much love. Um, all right. I saw <laughs> this post. Uh, someone posted that they delivered to someone who said, I don't need to tip. 
because I'm a veteran, and you should be thanking me for it right now. Um, here's what I have to I have to say about that. Um, thank you for your service, first and foremost. But tips are are very appreciated. They're not they're not you know necessary. You don't have to tip someone, but it's a nice gesture to someone saying thank you for coming out here. Maybe the weather's bad. Maybe they got there super fast. Maybe you you're just feeling generous and you give them a tip. You give them money. I I make pretty decent tips where I am. Sometimes it it varies. I could go from nothing, zero dollars for a delivery tip, or I could go maybe five dollars is kind of the average. Actually, probably not. Maybe like two or three dollars is the average I get. But um, some nights I'll get ten dollar tips, fifteen dollar tips. One night it was snowing. And I have a small, like, lightweight vehicle, which is not great in the snow. And I was driving, like, all day and all night for for, uh, my company. And people, the first delivery I had tipped me $20. And I had a few other people to give me $20 tips that day, too. And then at one point, it just got so bad, I I told my boss, "I'm I'm not driving in that anymore. Someone literally almost hit me. They were turning they were turning right onto this street, but they were coming in way too hot. And I was sitting at the end of that street waiting to turn onto that road that they were coming off of. And they came in way too hot. They hit the brakes, but their car was just sliding. And it was sliding right towards me. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then they managed to stop like right before my car and managed to drive away. Uh, and everything was okay. But, man, pe- people, people should not drive in the snow if they don't know how or they're not comfortable with it, you know. Especially if it's that bad, because it was like a blizzard, dude. And I saw some guy, we were coming down this hill, and like the speed limit there is like 45, but everyone always goes more. And you're supposed to go like slower when the weather's bad. But this guy came in really hot, and he just like, he was, I guess he was trying to turn onto a street or whatever, but we were going downhill. And he just totally like didn't turn and just creamed into like just creamed, creamed. What the hell was I saying? Kareemed, he Kareemed Abdul Jabbard into this stop sign and just took it out. And uh, another car went with him. And dude, it happened like right next to me. And there was all sorts of stuff that I was, I was like, I'm not, I'm not driving anymore tonight. And uh, I just worked from the inside. We were busy because no one wanted to go anywhere, you know, because that's the, that's the, uh, what is it, prerogative? If I can't. They, what they're in their minds, they're saying, if I can't go anywhere and get something, and I don't, I maybe am too lazy or just don't have stuff to make at home, I'm gonna get a an 18 year old to drive out in his shitty ass car to my house to bring me pizza in the blizzard that's going on outside. You know, it's it's whatever. You know, it's my job. I'm not I'm not upset by it. I just wish people would. You know, as long as they're they're tipping nice, it's okay. If you don't tip me on a day like that, I would be kind of upset because I'm I'm literally risking my life out there. And you know that tipping is so weird in this country. I mean, you know, we tip servers, wait waiters, waitresses. We tip uh, who else do we tip? We I don't know. We tip a lot of people, uh, bartenders, delivery guys, basically anything with food. We tip usually. But we don't tip like cops or paramedics, the people who actually 
risking their lives, going out there, doing the crazy stuff that we would never do. We don't tip them. What's up with that? In my opinion, I don't think anyone should get tips. I think they should just get paid for what they do and uh, be thankful for that. Or else, you know, because tipping is so weird. It's like, why do you tip some people but not others? You tip a maid service or something? You tip, I don't know, room service? Why? Because they walked up to your room or they took the elevator up to your room and you tip them? They walk in with their bow tie on, depending on what, what kind of hotel you're ordering from. And they, they wheel in the cart, give you your food, and you tip them for that because they went up an elevator? What is that? But there's other people, firefighters, saving your burning down houses. And what do you give them? Uh, thank you. God bless. I don't know, dude. Um, this one says, I've officially seen it all uh, from Reddit. Uh, I'm not going to say the users in case they don't want me to, but... Maybe I should give them credit. I don't know. I don't know how this works with giving credit. and It's on Reddit. So I think it's, it's there for everyone to see. Uh, well, I've officially seen it all. I live in a pretty uh, cushy white suburban town in western Canada. So I got a delivery and it says it's to the RCMP out in the country. So I was thinking probably a check stop. I pull up to the cop car and he's like, yeah, I'll let them know you're coming down. I drive down the range road a ways... And the entire police force for my town had to be there. I get out and the cop asks me how my night is going. We make small talk as he's typing on the machine. On the machine, a.k.a. his laptop. The machine. So I ask him what all of them are doing here at almost 12 on a Saturday night. Yeah, we got two SWAT teams down there, about 30 guys, two choppers up there, and dogs. Some crazy guy out in the woods with a gun. They tipped him $5. I mean, it wasn't the furthest, but maybe I'd uh, like a bit more hazard pay for having to wait for these guys and not telling me that I'm delivering to an active shooter scene. I think other than the holy grail of banging a girl who comes to the door naked, I've now seen it all. Wait, this guy's banged a girl? Or maybe he's just saying that's like the, the most he's heard. Wait, but he says he's seen it all. I don't know. Listen, I've only had one girl that's come to the door in her underwear. I've never seen a girl naked. I've seen guys in their underwear, very fat guys, that I did not want to see. Uh, but I did have one girl come to the door uh, in her underwear, but she was—I'm six foot two, six foot three—and she was like at least five inches taller than me. She was huge, had huge long legs. She was a, a thick girl too. She's huge. Anyway, it kind of scared me. It wasn't it wasn't as attractive as it was scary. Um, I remember one night, I uh, or one day, I was delivering to... There's a lot of hotels I deliver to. Um, one day I was delivering to a hotel that was uh, had an indoor pool. And uh, it was a pretty nice hotel. It was a nicer, one of the nicer hotels in the area. And uh, the in the instructions that it gave for the delivery, it said, deliver it to the pool. So I was like, all right, that's easy. So I go in through the main entrance, and I take a left down the hall, and I take another left down that hall towards the pool. And as I'm walking up to the pool, there's an old guy at the end of the hallway. And he yells down the hall, Samuel! And that's me. And I'm like, yes, sir. And, you know, that's one thing I don't like is when customers say my name when I'm delivering to them. Because it shows my name, like, ooh, my name when I'm delivering to them. But I don't like when they they greet me by like i don't know them 
they're a random person and they're calling me by my name. Most people call me Sam anyway, so the, the fact that they're calling me Samuel, only my mom calls me that. And so that's, it, it's just a little weird, I guess. He's, he's like, Samuel. Samuel. And I said, yes, sir. And he is like, I thought you would come to the side. You came all the way through the hotel. You don't have to do that. And I said, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I could get in from the side. I mean, usually you would have to have like a key to get in to the side of a hotel. He's, he's like, like, no, I was waiting for you. I said, oh, sorry. So I guess he was upset at me for that, that I came around the long way. And then he's like, yeah, yeah just come come through here uh, and uh, I'll get my money. And they're paying cash, which that could go anyway. Some people give me less cash than they owe. Some people give me way too much and then ask for some back. They hand me a $100 bill for like a $13 order. And it's like, yeah, give me back the change. I'm like, I don't, I don't carry that much money on me. Our company policy is to only carry $20 max on our on ourselves. I carry a little more because of people like that. But it's it's ridiculous, man. And this guy calls. He, I have to follow him through the pool where there's water everywhere. And I could slip at any moment. Okay. It's hot and humid inside that place. And then he brings me outside the hotel to like this balcony thing where there's some table set up. He says, says, go ahead and set it up over there. So now I have to set up his food for him. You know, I guess I didn't have to, but he was asking me to. And through the kindness of my heart, I took out the pizza boxes. I set up his drink. You know, I set everything up. I gave him plates, napkins, whatever they needed. All right. And I hate when people ask for plates and napkins. Like, you don't have a goddamn plate or napkin. Like, I understand when... Well, napkins are okay, but I understand when you're like out in the middle of nowhere, but if it's your own house, you can't just, you have to ask for plates and stuff and cups. You know, it's so much more for me to carry. The pizza boxes alone are heavy enough and hard to carry, but then you're, you're giving me, uh, more stuff to do. Oh, and the Parmesan packets and red, red pepper packets. They want the packets of stuff to sprinkle. You don't have Parmesan cheese yourself. If you like it that much, just keep it on you. We actually uh, have been out of Parmesan pizza, uh, sorry, Parmesan cheese at our company for like maybe a month now. And people have been very upset. A lot of people have asked for it. And I go up and I'm like, yeah, we're out. And they're like, well, how am I going to eat my pizza? Like, listen, it's not my problem. Okay, the Parmesan's free if we have it, but we don't have it. It's not like you're paying for something and not getting it. You're, you're just not getting it. But you can get it at the store. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I set up this guy's table with all his food and, uh, and then he's bringing out his cash and he has enough to pay for it, but he barely, like it, it doesn't, he didn't have anything to like tip me. So now he's calling to his wife Marilyn. and she has to come over with extra money. And I think they gave me like a $4 tip, which is okay. But, I mean, I really went above and beyond for them, you know, especially with the the rudeness I was greeted with, that I went in the wrong entrance. What is that? And, uh, I don't know, I just deal with a lot of people. This, the whole, when you live, when you, when you work in a customer service kind of business, it's very hard to, uh, to deal with, with customers sometimes. And every job I've had is customer service. My first job was at a pizza place that's now closed. I was a cashier there because I wasn't really old enough to drive or 
more ex- as experienced. And my mom didn't want me to. She thought it was dangerous and stuff, which it, it kind of is, depending on where you're going. Uh, some towns, some places are not as safe as others. Uh, and I worked as a cashier there, and I deal I dealt with a lot of people that were just terrible. And my boss was was a jerk. And uh, then I worked at a hotel. Loved the boss. Was my friend's family and uh, great great job. I worked there for like a year, and that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of great stories from that. I I I mean. I'll tell you many stories maybe on the next podcast or, or in future podcasts about the hotel. But, uh, and then I, now I'm working for this pizza place where I've been driving for about a year. I have each job for about a year and then leave, I guess, you know, this wasn't on purpose though. I guess this is just, I'm going to have to go to school. So, you know, what are you going to do? Which I'm very excited about. I registered for classes and I, I'm not taking like any science classes, math classes, history. Like, it's all easy stuff for, like, film and television and writing. Like, it's all, like, stuff that I want to take. It's not, like, calculus and whatever that I don't want to take or Spanish, you know. I'm taking classes that will actually help me with what I'm doing, with what I need to do, not some long division. Um, So I'm very excited about that. Uh, I leave in about a month for uh, school. And I'm just, I'm so excited to be out there. You know, I've lived here for over 20 years in the same house, same town. And I just, I'm excited to be away living in California where life is easy. If I have a bad day, I could just go to the beach, relax. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited about it. Um, I think I'm going to have a great time. And I told myself that I would get in shape before I went out there so I could get those Cali girls, you know? And, uh... Well, I haven't really changed. Well, I have changed. I gained 20 pounds this summer instead of losing it. What is wrong with me? I'll tell you what's wrong with me. Crippling depression. I have no reason to be depressed, but sometimes... Uh, well, what it was was I got I got addicted to, uh, to a certain substance that kind of made me gain weight. And that was... That was uh, I just haven't lost that weight back, but I'm hoping once I get to Cali, once I get to my school, I'll be on this schedule and I'll be able to go to the gym every day, like before classes or after classes, and I'll be on like a good schedule and hopefully I'll get in better shape. Uh, I'm planning on going to the gym tomorrow. Well, I guess this morning it's 1225. I was planning on going to the gym today uh, with my friends who said they're going at nine. So that's in eight and a half hours. So I don't know if I'm going to wake up for that, honestly. Because I'm probably not going to sleep for another like three hours, two hours. And uh, then I got to wake up and get dressed and go out there. Recently, when I go to the gym with them, I, uh, I've i just been talking to them, kind of gossiping, just not really working out. Because they like lift weights and stuff. And I'm not as into lifting weights as I am just losing weight like running and stuff which i hate running but it's really the only way to to lose weight fast um so i feel like i'm gonna have to do that which sucks i tried biking which i, I like biking but after a while you know your ass gets sore for sit for from sitting on that hard seat and uh yeah it's just not fun um 
And, you know, working out is not fun. I, I discovered swimming was actually pretty easy because it's a full body workout. And it, it is very, uh, very exhausting swimming because you have to stay afloat the whole time and, you know, tread water. And it's a, it's a good workout. Uh, and I did it a couple times at this gym. But then once summer rolled around and all the kids were, were out of school, that pool was packed, dude. And I'm not going there just swimming in, in that packed pool. So it's really just people that are in my way of, of doing things sometimes. Uh, that that's a bad excuse no it's just me it's my laziness but also i'm working long hours you know i work till till one in the morning and then i don't go to sleep till the middle of the night and then i wake up in like the afternoon and i have to go to work again you know that's my schedule that's my life and it's it's not it's not fun it's not easy it's not easy to find time to work out and do stuff and get motivated to work out when you're exhausted from the night you just had but Maybe uh, maybe I'm complaining too much. Maybe I'm just a kafetch. But is that an extra? Is that an extra Yiddish word of the day? Bonus Yiddish word of the day. Kafetch. Uh, it is someone who complains. To kafetch is to complain. So, yeah. Uh, don't ask me how to spell it. Or however I spell it in the videos, probably my best guess. Uh, but Yiddish is a uh, is a language that is phonetic so you can kind of spell it however you want however it sounds people spell things differently people also pronounce things differently depending on uh where you're located you know people in new york might pronounce things differently in yiddish than people in california or something so uh i would say my family was is, is more of like a new york accent but i didn't really get that because i grew up here in virginia my whole life so i don't i'm not really I don't really have an accent like that. I just have this boring voice, normal voice. I don't have any accent, I don't think. See, that's the weird thing. Is is this an accent? Just a regular, normal English, United States, just person that speaks? Is this an accent? Or is this really just no accent? Or is it just no accent because I think it's no accent? You know? Like, what is this? Do people in Australia think that I have a weird accent because I talk like this? Because I don't, I don't really enunciate anything weird. The worst prank call ever. This is another story from Tales from the Pizza Guy. So I'm an opener at the pizza chain that starts with a D. And used to have a reputation of having horrible pizza. Uh, okay. Listen, being an opener is not, not, not great. Opening sucks, dude. You got to set everything up for the day. That's why I like closing because you're just kind of taking things down. You wash things. You mop the floors. It's, not, it's really not that hard. But opening, ugh, you got to get all those ingredients out of the refrigerator thing. You got to set up everything. You got to go in early and you might be there till like the evening. Uh, we have a manager coming in around 8 or 9 and a single driver comes in at 9.45. Single drivers are the worst if there's only one driver working. Even if it's in the morning when it's slow, it sucks. Because you know that every single delivery that pops up is yours. You're taking that. So if it gets busy and you got seven deliveries, you're taking all of those. And it sucks. And it happened to me a few times. And uh, that night that I was doing the podcast, uh, this last one, I, there was only basically two drivers because the third one didn't show up late until late. And even when he did, he barely did anything. 
that's why I went off on my boss. I didn't really go off on my boss. I was just telling him how I was, how I was feeling. And he agreed. So nothing that I, I did wrong. Uh, we have a manager come in. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And a driver comes in at 945 to help with prep and take an take any opening deliveries my work horse of a manager had finished basically all of the prep before i got there now that is awesome because sometimes i work at noon or something and there's still stuff to do to prep for the day when i walk in so i have to help that with that and it sucks like like moving boxes and and cutting bread and chopping up marble oh, i almost said a, a menu item that would have revealed where i worked Listen, you know, I don't even care, man. I don't even care. You know where I work, probably. Um, and it doesn't matter. I'm leaving in a month. So, anyway. Uh, but, you know, I could be doing various tasks. And, uh, anyway, let's continue the story. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, basically finished all the prep before I got there. So, it was a slow morning of desperately trying to look busy and looking through employee gu guidelines to see if there's any deep cleaning I can do. That's the worst. If you're really that bored that you have to look for stuff to do and you have to, like, do some deep cleaning that someone hasn't done. Like, you, do, you dust the top of the, uh, you know, refrigerator thing. Like, who? No one does that. But you just have to look busy. You know, because your manager's there or whatever. My manager doesn't really care unless it's busy. Uh, or I don't know. He, As long as you look like you're doing something, it's fine. Uh, the phone rings, and I'm more than glad to answer because there's absolutely nothing happening. And it goes like this before this happens. Um, let me tell you, I hate answering the phones because I answered the phones at my first job as a cashier at the pizza place. And the, first of all, it's hard to hear what people are saying, especially if they have an accent. Sometimes the phone cuts out. Sometimes, uh, you know, and they never know what they want. They call it. The first thing they ask is, what are your specials? And uh, I tell them, you know, the two things that are listed. Uh, we have so many coupons at my place. It's ridiculous. If I were to actually go through all of them, it would take like a half an hour over the phone. So I usually just tell them some crap, whatever. And they're like, you got anything else? And I have to tell them more crap. And uh, usually they say, all right, never mind. And they just they just get something else. But everyone's looking for a deal, the cheapest way to do it. Let me tell you, the cheapest way to do it at my place, there's a $19.99 special, okay? If you're looking for a meal for, for multiple people, that's the way to go. $19.99 special. You get two liter of soda, two medium pizzas with two toppings, I think. Uh, a... Uh, thing of cinnamon uh, bread things and then a thing of uh, parmesan garlic bread things that's the way to go right there you're getting you're getting two pizzas two sides and a drink for 20 bucks that's that's the way to go in my opinion at my place or else the uh, 5.99 uh, two items you can do you can do anything you can do two pizzas you can do a pizza a pasta a salad a pasta uh, whatever you want sandwich chicken whatever uh okay so let's go on to this guy's story uh the phone rings and it goes like this he says thanks for choosing and he says the pizza place this is uh, uh blah 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 speaking how can i help you they say yeah is this pizza hut and he says yeah basically what can i do for you and they say yeah can i get an order for carryout uh the name is yoshi gear they really emphasize the long e sound 
Sure. Uh, what would you like? And how many E's on that last name? I was guessing seven. Yeah, seven E's, they say. Can I get the biggest salad you have and eight breads? Our salads are pre-made, so I can throw in more than one. Do you want eight orders of bread twist or eight pieces of bread? They said eight orders, and make sure it's with barbecue sauce. And can you make me a salad with a whole uncut chicken? We actually don't have barbecue sauce available on these items, and I'm personally not trained for the make line. Well, can you get trained and go harvest some barbecue sauce? Yeah, but I'll have to make it a timed order because these things take time. All right. Could I get that delivered to Uganda? Yeah, I can transfer you to another store in Uganda. Do you have a delivery address so I can figure out which store you need to contact? Them, they, they say some frustration thing and hang up. I know this reads like a le random copy pasta, and it felt like one in the moment, and I was by far the strange call thing. That's the story I just read? That was such a terrible story. I'm sorry I just wasted your time on that. Let me reset the camera because it's about to go out. All right. Um, that was such a stupid story. I'm sorry for... I should just tell my own stories and start reading other people's because that was dumb. I looked up the top stories from this Reddit over the past month, and that was one of the top ones. Really? Dude, I could be making bank on this subreddit with my stories. I have people call all the time that are out of their mind. Out of their mind. One person called at like 1130 asking if we could deliver beer to them. We don't deliver beer. Well, well they sometimes if they're willing to tip a lot, maybe. I can't even purchase beer. So, anyway, um, I don't really know what else to talk about, guys. This I just wanted to put out something for you guys in the meantime. I feel like this podcast wasn't really that great. I'm, I was just kind of rambling with whatever I saw. Uh, I guess I'll leave you with uh, one of my own stories. Uh, let's see if there's anything good. I'm looking through. I have a whole document on Google Docs of just my life stories. Um, you know, none of these are really good either. What is this about? Uh, that's my college show. I've been, okay, so I've been writing my show and uh, it's been going all right, but I've, I've had some writer's block issues where I just can't, like I start it and it's, it's really good and then I get to a point where I just don't know what to put next because my show is a comedy, so I want to make things as funny as possible. And most of them, almost everything in the show has really happened to me or someone I know, usually just me. But, um, you know, I get to certain points where I'm like, how do I make this funny, even though this is like just some sort of transitioning moment in the show? And, uh, yeah, I just kind of have trouble with some of the things because I have like points of what I want to get to at in the episode different funny things and I have to connect them somehow so it's hard to do sometimes uh, I've been working on a feature film about Boy Scout summer camp because uh, I was a Boy Scout I went to summer camp for a week and it was the craziest week probably uh, of my life and uh, that's talking to a guy who, I can't even come up with anything I was going to say something weird but uh, I'm really just not on the ball right now it's almost one in the morning guys i'm sorry i'm just i can't think can't think let me see uh what's popping on the news what's current 
I like going over current events because some, sometimes they're just so crazy. Um. Oh, yeah, this Area 51 thing is so crazy. Everyone's talking about going to Area 51. They got, like, over, like, 500,000 people pledged to go to Area 51 to raid it. And uh, apparently it's not really happening, but there's there's memes like crazy. People are all over it. Over 900,000 now. Dude, they're going to get a million people, dude. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And if they do go, like, they're just going to get shot dead. Listen, there's signs that say, like, if you cross this line, we will shoot you. And there's guys all over. I'm sure there's, like, landmines on the path. And how far would you actually have to go into Area 51 to actually see anything? You know? I always wonder, could you see anything from Google Earth? Because, like, that's just a straight-down view of it. I feel like you could see something. Um, what is this? Uh, oh, there's some, th- this whole flesh-eating bacteria thing is so weird with the Dominican Republic or, or people are just dying randomly. I don't think that was a flesh-eating thing. I think that was a uh, respiratory, some something they inhaled. And it actually happened at a town close to me in my state at a nursing home. Multiple people uh, were hospitalized and some died uh, because of some sort of thing in the air some sort of virus uh i love how all these news stories they say one million people want to raid area 51 to see them aliens is in quotes see them aliens yeah there's a lot of memes uh listen guys i do i just got back on tinder today as i said let's see how many people i already have i already have two people waiting to like me or waiting for me to like them i guess I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, why am I saying I don't know how Tinder works? Of course I know. Some of these people are crazy, though. These Tinder people. The, the, the things that they say. I took a couple of screenshots of, of these ones I, I saw earlier. Uh, first of all, this girl, Megan. Yeah, I'm calling you out Megan. There's a, there's a million Megans in the world. Megan, 20 years old, 47 miles away from me. Listen, you put your Venmo in your bio why is she not taken down why is she not banned huh megan so you know what i did i reported her i successfully reported her for asking for money simple as that maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm drawing attention to myself maybe maybe tender will now look at my thing and be like oh well we remember you you did the same thing and maybe i'll get banned again but listen Anytime I see one of these people asking for money, I'm going to report them so that they have to suffer what I went through. Two miserable years of not being able to use Tinder. And really, I'm still not supposed to be. Uh, I feel like Tinder, someone from Tinder is going to watch this video and ban me again. Uh, This person, Jess, said, just need someone to choke me. That's all that's in her bio. Just need someone to choke me. And then there's a picture of her friend slapping her ass. This person, Julia, spelled Julia, said, I need someone to suck the depression and anxiety right out of my titties. You know what? Me too, Julia. I'm with you. Someone someone suck it right out of my titties. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, people, people crazy on Tinder. That's all. Oh, before I go, I want to say something. 
I went to the movies with my dear friend Jerry, uh, who's also a movie fiend. Is that a is that a word? You know, sometimes I say words to sound smarter, but I don't actually know if I'm saying the right word. And like I know what they mean, but I I just I don't know if I'm using it the right way. Well, then I guess I don't know what it means. You know, I went with Jerry to see Midsummer, which is directed and written by Ari Aster, who directed and wrote Hereditary, my favorite movie of 2018, I want to say. I think it came out last year. Uh, I bought it. I saw it like three or four times in theaters because I loved it so much. I went with different friends to see it just to see their reactions when, when I was showing it. It was a crazy movie. This was by far, I think, crazier. I think overall this was this was way crazier and way more gory and graphic. Uh this is not a movie you wanna bring your date to. This is not a movie you wanna you wanna maybe bring your family to. This is a movie you just have to experience, okay? This is a movie that I think everyone should just experience once in their life. It is just unbelievable and i don't want to spoil anything but basically this group goes to stockholm or not stockholm they go to sweden for this festival for like this week-long festival in the middle of nowhere sweden and these people are crazy they have crazy traditions crazy you know full circle to this whole like crazy uh christians thing uh some of the stuff that they do is just like are you kidding me it's 2019 and you're still doing this uh, it's a crazy movie, and I I would give it a nine and a half out of ten, maybe nine out of ten, nine and a half out of ten. It was it was very good, and uh, I think it's something you really have to just carefully look at and understand the story, because it really is a great story, and I think it all comes together in the end very nicely. I could see some similarities between this and Hereditary, even though they have nothing to do with each other. I could see some similarities in the filming because it's filmed by A24, which is my favorite, favorite company. And I want to work with them in the future. All their films are amazing. They made uh, Moonlight, which won an Academy Award or something, multiple. Uh, They made uh, mid-90s, Jonah Hill's skateboard movie, which was great. Uh, I don't know, the way they film and the way... I just love their movies. I just... I really do. And the visual effects in this movie were insane. Because there was a lot of taking drugs and whatever in the movie. And they actually filmed it as if, like, you were seeing what they were seeing. Oh, dude. Insane. Very trippy. I would I would go see it. Trip, like, trip. It's the second time I did that. I'm so sorry, Sadie. I'm sorry. I've knocked this water bottle off many times. She's like shaking. She's scared. I'm so sorry, Sadie. I'm sorry. It was an accident. Go back to sleep. I love you. You're a good girl. Even though she's been whining all day. She just she just huffed at me. She went... <sighs> oh, sorry for that. All right, guys. I think I'm going to end it. I've been talking for way too long. I just wanted to talk about some stuff. And... uh yeah, maybe same time next week. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I think once I get to school and I'm on like a an actual like good schedule where I, I'm, you know, I'm going to classes, going to the gym, waking up earlier, doing stuff. I think then I'll probably be putting out a podcast a week, but I can't promise any right now because I really don't know. Uh, 
You know, I looked at some of the stats on my SoundCloud of where people are listening to my podcast, and I got people listening in Maryland, which I guess is, isn't that far, but then I got people listening in Washington State to my podcast. That's so weird. People that I don't know, people that just either stumbled upon it or maybe were referred to it as by a friend. And I just want to thank all of you who listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. And, uh, and I guess I will catch you in the next one. Uh, whenever that is, whoever it's with, maybe it'll just be me. But thank you. God bless. I hope I didn't offend anyone too much in this. And I will see you guys next time. Goodbye.